Hey, and welcome back to Contents Profit. This is Luis, and today you get me answering five questions that are very important to increase your leads and revenue with content, specifically podcasting. These were five questions that I answered in a podcast interview with an agency owner not so long ago, and I thought they were so good that I had to share them here. So um, it's not a copy of that interview. It's me actually going back and, uh, and answering these questions again. So you will actually learn these five things today. How can partnerships amplify your show or your content? Um, what are some of the techniques to turning listeners into active leads or subs or subscribers, right? Um, are actually social media snippets or clips actually help your show to promote it? And does uh, guesting on other shows increase your lead generation? And then I'll leave you with a little bonus that uh, it was something that we talked is the number two expense in every single company. And this type of content will help you with that. So with that said, welcome to the show. Here we go. Cue the intro. We've got some hey, fresh new I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening before. to the Content One, is Profit two, podcast. Welcome back to Continuous Profit. So uh, like you heard on the intro, we're going to answer five questions. And the first one is like, how can partnerships amplify your show? And since the very beginning um, of our podcast, we've talked a lot about invest in your relationships, invest in your network, invest in your partnerships. And, and you know, there's obviously many ways to go about these things, but how can they actually amplify your show? So um, we talk about ways on how we can find traffic. Let's say your product or your content is um, is actually what you're promoting, right? P people a lot of a lot of times forget that whenever we produce a piece of content, that content has to be put on a place where other people can see it, right? And uh, we call that distribution. We call that promotion. And a lot of people we forget that we actually have to promote the podcast that we put out there. For a lot of people that that we deal with, a lot of the questions that we get asked every single time is like, you know, once we produce this this podcast, how many people are going to listen to it? I'm like, well. Where are we actually distributing this podcast? It is true that there's some distribution channels that will attract, you know, some uh, some viewership or, or some listenership to that show, but there has to be a very proactive way to pro to promote your podcast or your content, right? Whether that's through collaborations, partnerships, and different things. So my recommendation is um, uh, find places like newsletters or other content that you can place your episodes that can add value to that. So partnerships that you develop through the show, for example, people that you interviewed, if they have distribution channels, call it newsletter, Facebook ads, uh, very busy Facebook pages, Facebook groups, communities online. Where are these places that you can put in part of your show or an episode that solves a very specific problem for them um, and that can help them solve a problem within their community? That will... Uh, help the people in their audience and then that they will be able to build trust and they will transfer to your world or content. A good example of this is shout out to Deidre and the Capture community, right? Not so long ago, they came to us because they had a question about micro content and how can they improve their their processes? How can they, how can we help their audience create micro content out of the solution that they're offering with Capture, right? So this AI tool will select different clips or give you scripts 
to introduce your clips for social media. And uh, they were trying to find a way to educate their audience on how to turn that text into actual content. So we went in there and we created a mini masterclass on how to turn that text into actual video content with the output that it gives you. So super exciting. That's just an example. What happened was a lot of people tuned into the live show. A lot of people have been tuning into the replay. And that piece of content now has people transferring into our podcast episodes and listening to our content and into our world. And, and we've actually booked different calls and, and people that want our help to continue to produce their content. So that's just an example. Again, if you have other questions along this way, go ahead and leave them right below in the in the comments or send us a DM on social media, right? So what are some of the techniques that, uh, that people are using, right, or we are using to turn listeners into an act, active lead? Um, so the, the way I like to answer these questions is uh, there's two types of audiences when you... Uh, publish a show, right? Whether that's like a YouTube show or whether that's a podcast show, right? You have the audience that consumes your content, the people that see you on the TV, that listen to you on their earbuds, right? And then there's also the audience that you engage with on the show. And that audience is your guests, the people that you connect with, right? So if you are starting out, if you're starting out, the audience that actually looks at your show will depend on like how hard you promote, what distribution channels, are they actually the, co the correct person for your messaging, right? Are you actually targeting the right avatar? But the content and the content, the consistency and frequency over producing this over a long period of time will solve that for you and you'll get traction with that, right? The more that you focus on your message, right, the more that you have um, that figure out, it will help you obviously speed up the process if you use paid media, for example, to promote your episodes, to promote your message, to promote your newsletter, to promote your content, right? That process is a lot faster. But what do we recommend right off the bat if you want to monetize and create leads from day one in your show is um, focus on the guest, on that relationship that you're having with the person that you're collaborating with. Um, at this point, I don't think I want to call them guests, but collaborators, right? We bring and we have a conversation where, um, you know, it might sound uh, as an interview, but in our heads is really a conversation where we can actually show our expertise and, and give our, our opinion as well. That way we put ourselves at the same level that they're in and, uh, and we can talk about this and then they will see that we actually know what we're talking about. So... I will focus on that relationship and then there might be some opportunities to where like that person can collaborate with you, whether they're giving you referrals, they might become a client, right? They might be open to a demo call or to for you to show them your process, your, um, your product, right? Uh, they can also um, connect you with somebody, another guest of the show, or they can also be the connection point between your product. Let's say you are have a consumer product like books or or a physical product. They can connect you with somebody that has a massive distribution channel. So you build this trust with them in your show, in your house, right? Uh, and then they're able to point you in the right direction if it's not themselves. So that's what I will highly recommend, right? We, in, in our specific case, we've done now, this is officially episode 451 i believe but more than 500 at this point and um, we've had more than 400 conversations right and those conversations have been either some people have become clients some people have become really really good friends some people give us referrals right we 
we make a point after every single episode to ask them that, hey, now that you've been on the show, who could be a good fit? And would you recommend three three people to bring to the show? And we're looking for X. And X is insert dream client here, right? And uh, more than likely, you'll see that they'll give you a bunch of names if they had a great experience, right? Um, we've also had speaking opportunities. This studio where I'm recording in today, we were able to to acquire it because the person that owned it was a guest on the show and we built this trust and it became a, a massive opportunity for us where uh, now is a, a second vertical of our business. So I will highly, highly recommend you focus on the conversations with that. But hey, Luis, I have a solo show and, uh, and I really want the audience on the other side. So if you have a solo show, right, you're building authority, you're building that trust with the people that listen to you, start to... Uh, do a conscious effort to get to know that audience, provide them with uh, valuable places where they can exchange with you, right? Whether that's an online community, whether it's like an in-person thing, uh, encourage them to connect with you. And then start asking them questions, give them value so that you can transition them into, you know, whatever opportunity that you have for them, right? Obviously, it's going to be a little bit different if you have a B2B product versus a coaching product versus a product, like a physical product, a, a, a consumer product. So, Start having those conversations with the people that are actually listening to you. So an audio, you know, the audience tends to be a little bit lower, but that at the end of the day is also very high quality because you've been able to build that trust with them. So encourage them to message you, encourage them to connect over social media. We've had incredible conversations over social media where we learn a ton about the people that listen to the show. Um, the one I remember the most is this amazing mom that lives in Denmark, I believe. is in somewhere in Europe, I think is Denmark. And uh, she listens to her show every night as she's putting her daughter down uh, for bed and that was such an incredible and touching story, and we feel very honored that we're part of her life as she builds her business on the side. Um, so at the end of the day, you're going to be able to build this amazing relationship with the, with the people that are there already listening to you. If you continue to answer their questions, if you continue to you know, build value, uh, they're going to recommend your content to somebody else. It works both ways. It's just like if you end up collaborating with somebody uh, that you're going to be able to speed up that process and have a little bit more control over that. So hope that helps. Now, the next question is uh, social media snippets and clips uh, on social from your show, do they actually help? Huh. This is awesome. Okay. Over the last five years, like our core business is a fractional content team, but what people are really asking for is those clips to promote their show or to leverage um, their creation process, right? We talked about the six faces, you know, the WTS which is like the what to say or what to show. Then we have the actual creation process, which is when you record your content and you have the production, which is that creation. It gets turned into this piece of content that we can share, whether that's long form or short form. Then we have distribution or promotion, right? And then we, you know, monetize and then we manage all this, right? And so the snippets, where do they fall, right? Obviously, like if you have your own process, it's part of that, you know, from the what to say all the way to distribution. But what a lot of people hire us to do is to take the existing production that they have and cut it into clips and then distribute it over in social media. So whether we train teams to do that internally for their companies, they have virtual assistants or they have interns or they have an employee that actually does that, uh, where we just provide for, with the content. So in our specific case, Yes, it helps a ton. So for, I think right now, we are publishing anywhere between 
10 to 20 different clips every single week on every single social media channel. And for us, like Facebook drives a ton of traffic. I think within the hundreds of thousands of views in, in our clips, which is really, really exciting just inside of that platform. And then on Instagram, uh, it's a little bit less, but the listenership there transfers into our podcast. So a lot of things that, that I, you know, that we share with a lot of people are in, in, you know, creating content. It's like different people consume content in different ways, right? Like somebody that is on their phone watching or consuming shorts, like YouTube shorts, uh, it might not be a podcast listener, but out of a hundred, maybe one is a podcast listener. And once they see your message multiple times, they see your face multiple times, they're going to transfer, right? There's, uh, you know, in different sales cycles, um, you know, I was in the fitness industry, I was in the gym managing different locations, and, uh, you know, we will see often that, hey, like, where do you find us? I'm like, oh, I saw a social media post about you guys. I saw an ad. I saw a billboard. I saw you guys in the stadium. And then they came to us. So in average, it takes anywhere from 8 to 15 points of contact for somebody to not know you, to trust you enough to give you money, right? Think about your piece of content as your product and to their time as their money, which is actually more valuable, right? So how many times do they have to see you? Uh, or listen to you or grab value of your content to actually go listen to your show. So you're selling them into the show. So the more content you put out there, the more snippets you put out there, I do believe it helps. Here's another point of view that might help you. Um, If you tackle your content as in, hey, you have a main piece of content, which is your long-form video, right? And then you have your clips and you see those separate on, on the platform, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes we might get discouraged because we might not have a platform that's developed enough, right? If you decide to go for omnipresence and be present in everything, I recommend see it as a safety net, right? Like some people are going to find you on your secondary platforms um, that you can then move into your primary platform. For us, the audio show is our primary platform and everything else is driving traffic to that because I know that people that listen to show, uh, you know, consistently are going to build trust with me because I'm with them for more time time two to three hours a week and then whenever we decide to do something cool you know they might be interested in what we're offering so that's why we do that it might change in the future i don't know but right now it is working really well now content ecosystem will be like you have your main show and then you have a ton of content that gets produced from that show right below right like 20 30 clips different things that you do with that and they might have different production value it might be very simple which is your face a bunch of subtitles right here um or they can also be super edited collage style like that's one of the styles that is popping today you know where you know this graph is popped from here on the back and in behind you and different things and describes your story um it can be any of those layers but then those those are also helping your brand in general to drive traffic to you and to help build trust with you, right? So uh, if you want to know more about that, just let us know. But my personal opinion is that clips, they do help move the needle forward. You know, every single month, you know, the we see a lot of people coming from social media. And we're also connecting in multiple channels. It's going to be based on your capacity to be able to tackle multiple platforms. So I would do a, st- a time study with your team or yourself. Be like, where am I spending the time? And then be able to build a process um, to be present in those social media platforms, right? So if you can't measure it, um, I recommend don't do it just yet. Just focus on one. But let us know if you have questions. We're happy to help. Uh, the next question will be, guesting on other shows, do they increase lead generation? So 
same thing. Like guessing, the only difference is like you are put in as an authority in that in that show. So just coming out of a show uh, that asked me these questions, you know, um, I'll say obviously yes. You know, uh, another podcast or another show or another content that you collaborate is it, they have their own distribution channel. So your message, you, your personality is going to be presented to that distribution channels, and a percentage of them are going to transfer to yours if you are promoting, right? A lot of people, what they do is um, they go in into a different shows and then they promote a product and they might not see a correlation of people. Well, some, you know, if you're selling, hardcore selling, 100%, I mean, 100 if it works for you, great. But uh, podcast listeners listen to podcasts, right? So what's the easy transition for them? They already know how to find the shows. They already have the, the podcast um, the podcast software where they can download the episodes, right? So the easy transition for me is like from somebody that, that I don't know. They're getting to know me. They see my message. They like my message. I'm so I'm solving their problems in that channel. The easy transition is not for them to go to a, a website if they, you know, will still mention it, but if they go, great. But the easy transition for them is to go find my show in their preferred podcast platform because they're already listening to the shows. So 100%. And if your audience is your dream customer, they will turn into leads. So it's a number game, right? So what is your conversion between the people that listen to you? And uh, they, they come at the end of the process. Same thing, like how many shows do I have to go to? And, uh, you know, I'm personally, I'm very open to be in any single show. A lot of people gave us a ton of opportunity when we were first starting out with like zero audience. And uh, that's why our show got, got off the ground. So I will go <laughs> literally to any show because I know that person that I'm talking to because of the concept that we sp spoke earlier about the relationships, maybe not not the audience, even if he doesn't have or she doesn't have any audience, that's he or she is also a member of the audience. They're listening to my message. I'm connecting with them. A good example is like the person that asked me these questions in the, their show. They're a big agency owner, and we were able to connect after the interview. And now we set up a conversation to collaborate next week. Maybe they become partners, uh, an agency partner for us. Maybe we become an agency partner for them. I don't know, but there is an opportunity. So, yes, it will increase your lead generation at least by one, right? And then the bonus that I promised at the end of the episode, which is probably one of my favorites. We had uh, not, a long, not, not long ago, we had somebody on the show that talked about internal marketing for your company, right? So... Um, you know, if you're listening right now, think about the number of employees that your company might have. If you're an entrepreneur, think about your team, right? If you're a solopreneur, think about your vendors and, uh, you are trying to put a message out there every single day and, uh, your team is helping you do that. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I live this every single day. We have these daily huddles where, you know, we started with being grateful and then we review the, the projects that are happening every single day. And, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like I can do a lot better at this. But imagine if you are an executive in a big company, right? Maybe you're running a bigger team. How do you maintain them all informed? So the bonus point is like your show, your podcast, or your content can also serve as that internal marketing tool. We actually have a company that comes here to our physical studio and they record once a month. And it's all about updates, fun stories. They bring people from all the departments. They have about 2,000 employees, and they don't distribute the po this podcast externally. They distribute this podcast internally to their team. There's different tools that you can do this with, but their message is heard by their team that gets super excited, and then it enhances retention, 
which is the number one expense, I think, in, in, in the companies when they're, you know, turn around employees. So they help them keep the employees that they've trained for thousands and thousands of dollars so they're saving a ton of money there. That helps them keep it engaged, informed about the latest things that they're doing. Maybe they're rolling something out. They want to announce it there. And again, different people consume content in different ways, but this is a very accessible way to stay connected with your company and your own community. So I highly recommend that these are five questions that we got asked uh, not so long ago in an interview. And I just wanted to share the answers with you here on Content is Profit. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know. Uh, was this useful? Was it not useful? Do you already know it? Uh, do you have any other questions? Send me a message on, so- on social media at Creates or at BizBrosCo. And I'm happy to answer them on the show or send you a quick DM as well. So thank you guys. And uh, with that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Content is Profit podcast. Go ahead and have follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at BizBrosCo. And if today helped you move the needle forward... Go ahead and let us know. Leave a podcast review. Go to the website. Send us a DM. Get in touch. I will see you soon. Bye.